In our book, What Does Your Soul Love?, I shared a few nuggets of wisdom from one of my mentors, Abbot David Garretts. But there's one nugget I didn't put into the book, and I'd like to offer it to you today. I'm Jim Fadling, and it's time for I Can Do That. When I received my first certificate in spiritual direction, Abbot David was my spiritual director. I had learned that he was an expert in working with dreams, so I brought in a binder full of dreams that I had been recording since 1993. At the time, it was 2005. Over the course of our meetings, he was patient as we blasted through 12 years of my unconscious process. So much was happening deep within me during that season under his training. So much so that Abbot David imparted to me some wise and gracious counsel. He said that if something important or special happens inwardly at the hand of the Holy Spirit, don't be too quick to share it with others. If you do so, it can lose its potency. A kind of dissipation occurs with too many words and when something hasn't matured within us. I tucked that counsel away and have brought it to mind many times. It is true. When something stays in my journal or in my heart, undiscussed, it has a way of sinking deeper inside me. The changes are personal and meaningful. I have to confess, however, that I don't always do this. I am a verbal processor, so I quite often share with my husband, close friends, or my spiritual director when I want to solidify something, and that's okay. But I have noticed that speaking does, in fact, dissipate some of the personal importance of the work of the Spirit. I'm still learning when to speak and when to remain silent. I found that Abbot David was in good company. Henry Nouwen also has something to say about the practice of silence and how it tends the fire of the Spirit's work within us. Here is a quote from The Way of the Heart. Silence guards the inner heat of religious emotions. This inner heat is the life of the Holy Spirit within us. Thus, silence is the discipline by which the inner fire of God is tended and kept alive. Diaticus of Fotiki offers us a very concrete image. When the door of the steam bath is continually left open, the heat inside rapidly escapes through it. Likewise, the soul, in its desire to say many things, dissipates its remembrance of God through the door of speech, even though everything it says may be good. Thereafter, the intellect, though lacking appropriate ideas, pours out a welter of confused thoughts to anyone it meets, as it no longer has the Holy Spirit to keep its understanding free from fantasy. Ideas of value always shun verbosity, being foreign to confusion and fantasy. Timely silence, then, is precious, for it is nothing less than the mother of the wisest thoughts. Now, you might want to rewind and listen to that quote again. I know it's packed and dense with meaning, but I hope you can hear echoes of Abbot David's wisdom within it. Have you ever shared an inside joke with a best friend or your spouse? A single look at just the right moment and you both know exactly what the other is thinking. I wonder if this practice of silence can be like that with God. Only you and God know what is going on, and it makes it even more special and personal to share it. 
The kind of silence that holds close the inner work of God actually leads to wisdom. And wisdom is something to be shared, of course, but in your discerned time and in your discerned way. This is something to which I aspire. How about you? Well, here is a prayer for the practice of silence. Help me, Lord, to keep your work hidden in my heart, treasuring and pondering it. When and if it becomes time to share with others, may the potency remain. And help me to know when something is just for you and me. Thank you. Amen. Here's your I can do that for this week. Reflect for a moment. How does the idea of not speaking too soon strike you? Do you resonate with it? What would it look like to hold on to the movement of the Spirit within as God does His work? How might this kind of silence lead to more wisdom? Remember, you're making your way forward one small, simple, and gracious step at a time. My husband, Alan, has written a new book called A Year of Slowing Down. The timing is perfect for you to start the new year, and it makes the perfect Christmas gift. With the overwhelming pace of life, many of us struggle to stop long enough to be present. Our long to-do lists and full calendars leave little breathing room to hear from God. We know we need to slow down, but we don't even know how to begin. A Year of Slowing Down offers six devotionals for each week of the year. Each day begins with a scripture passage, followed by a short reading and a reflection question. This book is an invitation to slow down and be present to the movement of God in your everyday life. Order now from your favorite bookseller. Bookseller.